Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicament Blog Talk Radio for another exciting show. I was going to try to go live on Instagram, as my friend Dale keeps telling me, go on Instagram, go on Instagram, and I'm still trying to figure out how to do all of this stuff. <laughs> so i got to learn how to put these gadgets up so that I can multitask and be on several different, um, I want to say, social media outlets all at the same time. But until I get this thing figured out, we're going to just keep doing what we're doing. Again, my name is Jeanette Abney, and on Tuesday is when we normally do the show from the pulpit to the couch where you'll receive biblical teachings from someone in ministry as well as talk to myself, Jeanette Abney, a licensed marriage and family therapist. So it looks like Lady T has signed on. So let's get this show going. Good evening, Lady (laughs) T. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? You know what? I'm well. I got to stop procrastinating and doing too much, but somehow at the end of the day, it works itself out. But that's a bad habit, and I need to break that habit. Now, I want to thank you for the short notice, but before we even talk about today's show and go into the show, I want you to share about your upcoming event that you have going on and tell the listeners who you are. Okay. <laughs> I am Tammy Robinson, and um, I do have an event coming up for women that I want to put together, and I have a panel of women that I'm going to have speak as well. And it's going to be titled um, Chosen for Change, and it's to let the women know that there's room for change, that you know, God wants to change who we are. He wants to change our name because a lot of us, we're walking in who we were instead of who we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And we need to change our mindset. We need to change our surroundings. We need to change the people we hang around. We need to change a lot of things in order to be who God called us to be. So it's going to be awesome. Yes, it's going to mm-hmm. be awesome. And, you know, you I like that. I like that. Because we talk about many are called but few are chosen, and sometimes mm-hmm. we don't realize the authority we have. We don't realize the power that we have, and we settle. We get ourselves caught up in situations, which also kind of help us with this topic about a helpmate. And being that mm-hmm. helpmate, a lot of individuals have no idea, Lady T., even when it comes to yeah. being a virtuous woman and talking about change, we get so used to routine. We get so used to what my mama did it, my aunties did it, my cousin. No, we don't right. have to live yeah. like that. And not only that, we what we're going to be talking about today, even with a helpmate, is sometimes we have to teach people how to treat us because they yeah. don't know the power that is within us. They have no idea. And sometimes we don't even know how to execute our own power or exert our own power. We hide it. We minimize. We we do a lot of things because we don't want to run people off or they say, I don't want to be alone. No, we need to stop 
that. We really need to stop it. So I like that topic, Chosen for Change, and I thank you for even asking me to help and even participate in this event. I really yes. do. Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> what you said, but what you said in itself is just powerful all by itself. You know, when it comes to change, many are called, but few are chosen. And that's mm-hmm. because a lot of people haven't changed because they haven't been chosen for that. So mm-hmm. they're walking around because they're not ready to accept who God called them to be. So a lot of us, we know when we're chosen. And we know mm-hmm. when it's time to change because we're like, okay, we're ready. And with that change mm-hmm. comes a lot of things. So you just have to be willing to accept the good, the bad, everything that comes with it. And you just have to be willing to say yes because, you know, God has a plan. And, and you know, he's he, it's going to work. I mean, we are scared of change, but we have to stop being afraid of change. And then once you do change and you acknowledge that change, you say yes, then also don't allow people to treat you like the person you were. Treat them like the person you decided to walk in and be. There you go. Well, you know what, Lady T, there's what you call stages of change. We have what's Mm -hmm. called pre-contemplation, where we pre-contemplate. Then we contemplate, Mm -hmm. like, "Mm, I know I need to go to church. I know I need to do this. I know I need to let this relationship Mm -hmm. go. Mm -hmm. I know I need to walk in my authority. I know I need to do this. I know I need... And then after we go from pre-contemplation to contemplation, then we take the action by doing it. And once we take the action, we got to maintain it. And that's the hard part is the work, is the maintenance part. And that's where, like you said, people will remind you of who you used to be, where you used to go, things you used to say. I'm not that person no more. I remember, and I always speak on this because I never forget when I went to um, – to go see, I went to Bishop Noah Jones Church one year, and Paula White was mm-hmm. there, and she said, I may not be where I want to be or who I want to be, but I'm not who I used to be. I said, wow. Right. That's change. And, you know, when we talk that about being apologetic, you know, I don't have to apologize for who I am or whose I am. No. I had a conversation with someone the other day, and we were talking about discernment. You know, I realized I was different a long time ago, and I ran from it. And people saw it in me, but I didn't want to deal with that. And I used to go to my grandmother because, you know, the older spirits, they know it when they see it. You can see it in a baby. You know, you can look at a bunch of kids and say, mm, okay, I see this one, I see that one, but this one right here, you know. <laughs> And, you know, and, and you know, Tammy, I had a bad habit of running. I'll never forget what Pastor made me go to school of ministry. I did everything not to finish that stuff, you know, because I just never wanted to mm-hmm. do it. I'm like, I don't want to do all that. That's too much. Yes, it, yes. It leads us to the, but the problem is you're not going to get no rest until you do what you're supposed to do. So if you yes. are chosen, and that's why one thing I tell individuals, I am very obedient. Very obedient. I know what I'm supposed yeah. to do. Yeah. And I know I'm yeah. supposed to do it. And I will step out on faith and I say, hey, can't fail that way. Because as long as and God I, is in, you, it's going right. to be what it's going to be. So, right. Well, thank you. Thank you, know, you, thank you. 
Yeah, but you know another another big issue that um, we're going to address too, and I'm going to let you know because we're we're going to address this too at the event is um, women thinking they're chosen for somebody else's husband. You're not. <laughs> they think you know the wife was, the wife was for a season, and then they're the one that's chosen to be the wife. No, that's that's not it. Yeah, the wife was chosen for a season, but not for one, for all of them. Well, you <laughs> know what? The thing is, Lady T, people always want what other people have. And right. when we and when we talking about a helpmate, and once you build your man, and you support your man, and you you know I, I would not now. Like I said, I'm obedient, but I'm also I used to be a runner. I would not mm-hmm. walk the rope of a first lady. I I, I just <laughs> because there comes a lot of responsibilities. I yeah. I know I could be a good first lady. I know that, but I wouldn't want to be. You know, you got. They said if you wanted to make God laugh. Tell him your mm-hmm. plan. But it right. seemed like I know I was a good one. I know I was. Wait a minute. I know I'm I like I'm like of the of um I'm like Oprah in the color purple. All my life I've had to fight. I'm gonna say this. Right. <laughs> All my life I've ran from pastors. Girl, I can't stand a pastor. <laughs> and see, I think that becomes from my childhood because my mother, the way she was, as beautiful as she was, and going to church and all of this stuff. And when my daddy left, she went back to church and she got pregnant by a pastor. Girl, and I remember Richard Pryor, which way is up? I was like, mm-mm. So me mm-hmm. and pastor, we just, mm-mm. I just be like, you know what? Right, I can right. I could do that, but right. we come back. But I think that that was my biggest issue with with Keith. Because remember, mm-hmm. I left your pastor told me he said, "You know that man is anointed." I knew he was anointed. I, I, mm, mm, mm. It, it just seemed <laughs> like every single time. Every single time. Now, I wanted to go go into the topic because it kind of goes hand in hand. And like you said, Tammy, what God has for you is for you to covenant over another woman's man mm -mm, because he's not going to treat you the way he treated his wife. He's not going to, all you doing is really helping him stay with his wife because you doing the Mm -hmm. stuff that, you know, I was, I was listening on Facebook they had this woman talking about how side chicks don't know they roll. How back in the day, when somebody was the side chick, they had respect. Now they, they ain't got no respect. Mm-hmm. They think they do it. No. And right, like, right. How you going to be sitting up here trying to lay up with the pastor? That ain't going to get you in heaven. And the one thing, don't nobody have a heaven or hell to win, but that behavior ain't going to send you to heaven. <laughs> it's no, not. it's not. And... You know, and, and the one thing with the first lady, the style, the grace, the class. Yes. You know, yes. you're in a class by yourself. See, that's where I would have to be like, you know what? I got to go check this out. <laughs> yeah. 
You know, but there's you no such know, thing as too much class, but I, I think maybe that was my case. <laughs> you what? I said, I don't think there's no such thing as too much class, but I, I think that was the case for me. I think I was too class. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to add a style. See, my facial expression, I think that if I was the first lady, I think they might be scared to mess with my man because they'll be like, mm-mm, Jeanette don't play. <laughs> you better leave him alone. But what they don't feel, what they fail to realize is, I remember when my last husband, girl, I took him in the church so somebody would take him. <laughs> I was, I was wrong for that, Terry. I was so wrong for that. Yeah, but like, look, oh, I mean, don't like, let the smile fool you either. I smile a lot, you know, because I just, that's just, I'm a happy person. I smile a lot and I'm joyful, you know, and, but don't let that fool you. I know, I know. Hey, Kathy, I see you on there, Kathy uh, Wilmore. You can call in at 516. Now, today's topic, like I said, we're going to be talking about a helpmate because, you know, Kimmy, yeah. being married, being in a relationship, and being a helpmate is one of those things that we talk about. Some people get confused with soul tie, with being equally yoked. But when we start talking about a helpmate, a helpmate is a person or someone who helps them, the other person in their life, and they work. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. helper mm-hmm. is a companion or a spouse. Now, there is a difference between a helpmeet and a helpmate, but we're going to be talking about what the Bible says, and a helpful person or companion or partner, a person who provides needed help and assistance. Now, you're talking about even being a role of a first lady. The first lady mm-hmm. offers and provides help and assistance to her husband, mm-hmm. and that's the role. So a lot of times we start talking about roles, responsibilities in a relationship. You know, are you able to offer guidance and direction? Can you be trusted? So when we start talking about when it comes to your relationship, is your partner or companion a helpmate? Do you feel supported or safe? Because a lot of times, Tammy, even talking about encouraging and empowering these women, a lot of women are in unhealthy, unsafe relationships. Right. Absolutely. They really are. Because the helpmate, Absolutely. it does not matter whether it's a male or a female, because sometimes men got to know when to help their wives and their partners too, just like the woman got to know when to help their spouse or partner. Okay, Kathy, the number is 516-387-1914, and it's also posted on Facebook. So okay. we start talking about that in regards to do you feel supported or safe? Is your partner providing appropriate guidance and assistance? Or could it no. be that perhaps you're wasting your time? A lot of times, Lady T, we waste our time, energy, beauty, youth, on right. people that Absolutely. are not there to to help. They're there to Absolutely. take. So when it Absolutely. comes to a relationship, many individuals have their own perception as to how a relationship should be. Many individuals <laughs> often mimic relationships that they saw from others, including their family members or even their parents, mm-hmm. but comparing mm-hmm. 
relationship with another can be dangerous because you don't want to compare. However, having a state can be a wonderful thing. When two become one, when two are joined together, and when they say, well, God is joined together, let no man take us under, because relationships are going to have its ups and its downs. You know, it's going to have these, these things that you're going to be having to deal with. And even when, you know, I I enjoy, I mean, I enjoy, I've had relationships because I, I like to talk. I'm not jealous. I'm not insecure. I'm not needy. Right. None of that. Right. But if somebody right. is married and my husband is in the church and he comes to me and says, babe, you know what, sister so-and-so over there is kind of getting a little fresh with me. I need your help. We go talk about that. I don't want right. him to feel he can't say nothing to me, and now sister so-and-so thinks she got the one-ups on me because now my husband gave into the flesh or he got this desire or right. he's into this person and he's keeping it a secret because now you're caught up. When all you had to right. do was come to me and we could talk Absolutely. about this and let me help you help you because I know you're Absolutely. still a man. And the same is true as a woman because deacon so-and-so can be right up under the pastor and right. looking at the pastor's wife, too, look, knowing that he don't deserve her or I want her. Or to know, what the, or know what the pastor's doing, know what the pastor's doing, yeah. knowing he ain't right. Be like, you know what, she don't need to be with him. That part right there. You know, because a lot of times when individuals are watching and they know they, girl, I, I've been watching too many movies on Tube Dubai and all these <laughs> relationship movies. I'd be like, oh, my God, how they, no, but it, uh, they it was when a you're in a fallen, but when called, you're in a fallen state, Jeanette, when you're in a fallen state, you, others are watching you, and they're mm-hmm. watching you fall. And if you have valuable things, including your spouse, and these people know your spouse is valuable because they see them, they watch them, and they're like, that's a good man or that's a good woman. They are ready to pick up where yeah. you where you're slacking because oh, yeah. they're like up. Oh, they messing up. So I'm going to you know let me start talking to them because I know they need someone to talk to. And eventually they're gonna say you know he ain't right or you know she ain't right. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I mean, they mm. can have <laughs> you, you hit know? the nail on the wall because you know what I um. In my younger years, in my younger, in my marriages in the past, Mm -hmm. I've been in situations where men were friends with my husband or their best friend, and they download Mm -hmm. or came to me. And I got to the point, the first time I was kind of naive about it because I didn't think people did stuff like that. So I was dumbfounded. The second Mm -hmm. time that I was being set up, I was like, oh, no, this happened to me before. I'm not getting caught up like this because I thought they were trying to test me to check my mm-hmm. loyalty. If I And I'm not that type of woman. I'm not going to be sleeping with my friends, no. my husband, no. and doing all No, that. absolutely That's not. But I communicated it with my spouse. I communicated mm-hmm. it because I had to let them know and my spouse know, look, y'all can go do this somewhere else. You ain't doing it with me. We ain't no, it ain't right. no fun if y'all. Can't have none because I, I, I don't play those games. Mm-hmm. But you're right. If the person is watching that other person and they know they messing up and they leaving what they mm-hmm. say, 
Ain't no sense in going home. Jody got your girl and gone. So while you mm-hmm. sitting over there, you over there playing Captain save somebody already know you got something good that you messing up. They'll come swipe right. that right on up, super right on. And now you sitting there looking, picking your teeth, wondering what the hell happened. Because you got right. caught slipping. You got caught slipping. So that right. is true. That part right there is true. And I would never tell anybody to do that in, in revenge. I always say close the door before you open another door because you leave That's room right. for me. You leave room for me. Right. And these things right. do in the church. It happens in the church. Oh, all yeah. Unfortunately, it happens a lot. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, re- it's really sad that you have a powerful you know, man of God, and you know they're called by God, but then they allow one little thing, they allow the enemy to come in in the form of a woman and just they fall that fast. It's that easy for you to fall when you have all that wisdom and knowledge and understanding inside of you, but you fall that fast. That means you're not you're not doing what you're supposed to. You're not studying. like You're not in your word like you're supposed to because you should be able to be, you know, get thee behind me, Satan. You need to be able to in that quick or go to your wife, like you said, and be like, um, I think we're going to have a problem with this one uh-huh. and let it be handled or go to Good. whoever's right. over the women's apartment and be like, look, I think you need to talk to them because they're approaching me, calling me. They're doing a little bit too much and I don't need that. But That's the men these days are getting weak. There you go. The flesh is weak, Lady T. The flesh is weak. And sometimes even when you See it, and even mm-hmm. sometimes when you tell them, they don't want to listen. And that's they don't want to hear you. No. You know, my grandmother used to say, "Pussy power." <laughs> so, um, Kathy right. just wrote something. She's not rooted and grounded in the word, and that is true, Kathy. But then, by that same token, you want to make sure that as you are being a helpmate to your spouse, your partner, and your companion. You are using and able to use your discernment and let them see, and you're telling them what you're seeing, but sometimes they don't want to hear it. They could be infatuated. They could be happy with the fact that somebody wants them. But you know what? I tell individuals, if you turn around or they turn around and do to you what you're doing to them, you ain't going to like it. But I would rather have someone or be with someone that people want and cannot have then be with somebody that don't nobody want or everybody not had. But, see, we get so caught up in all the materialistic things and all these mm-hmm. things, we get caught up in the anointing. A lot of times, Lady T, it's not the man that they want or the woman they want. It's what's up on them. It's that anointing that they want. And you got to protect your anointing. you got to protect your anointing. Sometimes I, I, I tell individuals, and I'm guilty of this, I would do things as a diversion. I would keep people around me to protect me because I know i got to protect my anointing. I know i got to protect who I am. i got to protect whose I am because if I become weak and vulnerable, I can get caught up, and that could kind of destroy me. So I have male friends, female friends that check up on me, that pray for me, that keep me covered because they know we got to keep Jeanette good because as long as Jeanette right. is good, we're good because Jeanette going to make sure that we are right. So that's, right. that's when you're doing things as a partnership, a partnership. 
And a lot of individuals don't understand that. They do not understand uh-huh. that. Or they think they sleep slick. They think they sneaky. They walk around like Papa was a rolling stone. And, but they still realize right. about that song. Well, Papa died. That's right. <laughs> Papa died. Papa didn't live that long. <laughs> you know, so, so we think about all of these songs and, and you out there in the streets. Mm. It, it you gonna catch you. some songs, <laughs> girl. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But uh, so yeah. Then we talk about these things, Lady T. What are some of the ways that you know when we talk about relationships? When we talk yeah. about this is the month of June, July. People are getting married. People think that they're in love. Sometimes they have a distorted mm-hmm. view of love and relationships. And we're right. talking about a helpful. Companion, our partner. A help. So people, okay. Everybody so. is not adding to your life. Sometimes people mm-hmm. can drain you. What is a right? To right. Do? These are things we should figure out when we're dating, not when you get married. You know, right. when right. dating is to know someone. Are you adding to my life? Are you taking from my life? Can we grow together? Are we going to be doing this back and forth, back and forth? Are we arguing, fussing, and fighting? Mm-hmm. You know, me as a therapist, I don't want to say I'm burnt out, but I've kind of taken a break from couples counseling. And I understand the frustration that a lot of individuals are going through, but a lot of people don't want to listen. And I'm not one to tell people who you should and should not be with. Because my job is to get you to think. And if mm-hmm. I can get you to think about something, then you may change your situation. But I get calls from individuals that are in domestic violence situations where they're being verbally abused, physically abused, mm-hmm. cheated on, lied to. Right, right, they, right. They want to salvage that relationship. Something you right. need to live. <laughs> Let right. that go. Let them, and, well, and you know, and this is the thing, as a woman, I don't want to see no other woman hurt or no man no. hurt. No. But some acts for that because they know yeah. that that person yeah. is toxic. They know that that person right. is dangerous, but yet they still allow that person in their heart because that's a learned yeah. behavior. We have right, to do right. better. Okay, Kathy, 516-387-1914. I believe I texted the number to you before, or if you go on Facebook, you'll see the number at the top, 516-387-1914, if you want to call in and join in on the conversation. Now, a lot of another thing, um, Lady T, when we're talking about being a helpmate, sometimes individuals go into relationships with a lot of baggage and trauma or yes. they were mistreated by somebody else and they haven't healed. And because they haven't healed, they'll take that trauma into another relationship and they'll get to well, I'm not doing nothing for him. I'm not doing, I'm not taking care, I'm not da-da-da-da-da, he got a da-da-da-da-da, we got gold diggers, we got, you know, people that have been married men, we got all kinds of stuff out there. What advice would you give another woman 
and I hope that some men call in on being a helpmate, but what advice would you give a woman in regards to being a helpmate? Well, okay, first of all, we know that helpmate or helpmeet, you know, in the Bible in the King James, God says helpmeet because we're a present help and we're there to meet a need. So mm-hmm. when the man needs something or our spouse needs something, that's what we were made for because God said it's not good for man to be alone. So he created Eve. So, well, he he had Adam, so he created Eve, but he created woman. So, and that's what we were there for, to help meet the need. We know the man is supposed to be the head. So, um, but also when you look at help meet or help mate, also it means it's strength. It means strength because God had to make us strong because of the things we were going to endure for the things we had to do. He made us multitaskers. He made us baby makers. We were able to do what he did. He created us, so he made our body so that we can create someone. Mm-hmm. So he gave us, yeah. you know, he made us strong because he knew what we were going to have to do. And I always say it's just me that he saved the best for last. Because that's what we are. And when you look in the Bible, a lot of things, like when they say wisdom, and when God talks about wisdom and knowledge and understanding, it's referred to as a her. Uh Because of, you know, because like I said, so when you're a help me, it's to help meet a need, and it takes strength to do that. Now, when we were talking, when you were saying, I'm not a um, jealous person, I'm not, you know, insecure, none of that, I'm none of those things either. Because I believe to be a helpmeet, you cannot have those traits. Yeah. No. Because you will lose who you are and you will lose what your place is. You will lose your place if you give in to those things. If you're jealous about everything, insecure about everything, envious about everything, how can you help meet somebody else's need when you're trying to uh, nurture your own? You can't. Yeah. And you know what? And I want to... It's about the jealousy thing, too, Lady T. And, uh, Kathy, I do got you on. Jealousy in a relationship is the fear that somebody will take what you have. Right. If you're secure within your relationship and you got that bond, can't nobody take what's yours, even if they right. try to. And that's where your covenant got to be strong. That's where the two of right. you got to be. This each other. And the man shouldn't be sitting up there, why are he looking at you? Are you work going to the gym? Because I'm working right. on me. Right. I want to look good for you, so I want to look good for myself, too. So these are things you right. got. Now, there are some people that just do make bad decisions. There are some people right. that are very selfish, and there are people that are very insecure. you got to work on that in order for you to be an assistant to somebody else and not a hindrance. Um, Kathy, what, would you, what is your advice as a woman to be able to give to other women, especially younger women, on how to be a helpmate? Because we got some young women out there that are just lost or they're manipulated, being manipulated by people telling them, mm-hmm. well, that's not good. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. You don't love me. If you... No. Right. We don't but even know what to help me. A lot of the young women, what they have to do, too, is stop trying to fight everybody. Stop trying to fight everybody. 
because if who you're with is messing with this person, they probably told the person probably don't know nothing about you. <laughs> but if the woman do know about you and you find out they mess, I still don't fight with them. You don't have to fight nobody. Just be like, okay, whatever. If that's what you want to do, go right ahead, okay? But don't come mm-hmm. back over here and revisit this. Because if you lay mm-hmm. down with dogs, you're going to get fleas. That's what our mom used to Girl, tell us, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Say that when you lay right, down with dogs, just... <laughs> but you know what? That. <laughs> but not just that. The spirit, it's a spiritual yeah. thing. It is uh-huh. a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual thing. And when it's, you a sleep learned, with somebody, mm-hmm. it's a learned behavior because they yeah. think that they can out the competition or they think mm-hmm. that they can say things to break the other woman down, baby. Right, you your- right. You wasting <laughs> your time over here because you ain't breaking me down time. because I know, when you know, you know who you are, mm-hmm. you don't that's have to worry about none of that when you know who you are. Yeah, that's why I don't talk bad about other women. I don't sit up there and mm-hmm. compare myself with other women. Baby, if you oh, want that man, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, yeah, that, that's all me you know, me, I'll never forget, I had a friend ask one of the guys that I used to date, what is it about Jeanette? Why you never wanted to be Jeanette? <laughs> I know been for 30, 40 years. Like, really? <laughs> you will wow. never be able to with me. No, you're not me. No. You're not me. You're not you. So we got to learn that. But it's a learned behavior, Tammy, meaning I'll take your man. Remember how they used to make songs about stuff like that? Right. You yeah. do what yeah. I do. So, okay, Kathy, who's been knowing me since I was a teenager, what is your advice or information you would like to share from a biblical perspective in regards to a helpmate? Because there's a lot of individuals that are out there struggling. I hear a lot of men say, well, I'm not a mind reader. My wife don't ask me for help. I don't know what to do. And I'm going to tell you something that's really huge. It's respect. A lot oh, of yeah. individuals are disrespected in the relationship. That's right. That's Kathy, what do you want to add to the Good evening. Uh, I'm just listening to y'all. I, I could have stayed like I was. I love texting. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm no, we need some wisdom. We, we need some old I'm enjoying that first lady. Uh, she's the uh, first lady. I'm enjoying her. And I'm enjoying you. You know, I've been through for years. I've been through a lot. Amen. 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 And I'm 66 now, so I ain't got time for all that no more. I got one here, <laughs> and that's it. And I say, Lord, if you deliver me, if you deliver me, <laughs> do this. There'll never be another. So uh, uh, now I'm I'm settled. I'm settled. I'm still. Uh, you know how the Bible say, be uh, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. And I have two daughters, though, in their 40s, and I I have to always correct, uh, correct them, telling them mm-hmm. to wait on the Lord, you know, don't keep going through all these different relationships. And uh, mm-hmm. Unique, you know, Unique, Unique mm-hmm. has been through a rebusive relationship. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that guy, when I first saw him, I know he wasn't no good, but she had mm-hmm. to see he wasn't no good. And as mm-hmm. time went by, she found out he wasn't no good. 
and it was hard for her to leave him and this, that, and the other. And I believe I told her everything that I know to tell her as a woman. And uh, mm-hmm. and you know what? Sometimes they don't even listen to us. It, it, and, then it's not, and it's not that they don't listen. They don't know how to accept it and how, to be, how to be able to do it. You yep. know, there you go. they probably mm-hmm. looked at me like, Mama, you old in this. Uh, you yep. got discovered. Uh, uh, no, it took time for me to learn. But when a man is re- uh, abusive and want to hit on you and and t- and talk all under your clothes, call you no good, you know that mm-hmm. ain't no good, man. And that's showing that's the right. man God gave you. And uh, one day, on, one evening on the phone, uh, she called me and she said, Mama, I have a restraining order against that man. And that, that mother, me, stood in the gap. I stood mm-hmm. in the gap for her life. So oh, she man. didn't get hurt. I covered but her under the blood so she you, was able you know to what, walk Kat, away. You know what, Kat? You had been there, done that, seen that. And when you said that, it reminded, I don't know when you first met me, but when you saw me, you knew I wasn't for your brother. You knew mm-hmm. that. I know he wasn't <laughs> for you. Because he was too, uh, there you go. too crazy. There you go. He was you know crazy. what? And I'm tell you. He was too crazy for every woman he brought in my mama's house. He treated them my, all the uh, same no, way. My, my son told me one time, he said, Mom, when I got in trouble, this man came to me and said, I know your mama and I know your daddy. Your daddy did not mm. deserve you. And it was crazy because even though he treated me different, and I used to hear about Lisa. I didn't know Lisa. I didn't know all of those things about him. It was a lot mm-hmm. of stuff I didn't know about him. But when I mm-hmm. found out, it was time for me to go. And you know Jeanette never came back. I don't, Jeanette, I, I don't remember you staying around too long. Um, yeah. Because I was married to Jerome at that time, the, the kids first, mm-hmm. my first husband. At that time, mm-hmm. so I didn't. I, I wasn't living with my mother. I don't think I was just in you and out visiting. You so, but you were around, uh, and I saw your kids when they were little, and all of that. Mm-hmm. But you knew even after you you would come around, and we always maintained our relationship. But no, that was a helpmate. Uh, oh no, girl, that girl, we would have killed each other. No, one no. of them was going to <laughs> My brother was, was wrong. Is two left shoes. I never took up for him for his wrongs. Never. Because mm-hmm. when you got a demon in you, you got a demonic spirit in you, and you need to be saved, you need to be delivered, and you need to be set free. And that's what my brother needed. My brother followed me all the way out here. And I think he was going to treat me like he treat other women. But when Mama oh, yeah, died, I told him, I'm your sister, and that's the way you're going to treat me, and you ain't going to treat me like you treated your mother. Oh, and I, I stood on it. <laughs> I, and he died here in Arizona. Mm-hmm. He died here. He didn't want to live because he had so much hate. But I prayed mm-hmm. for that boy till the day he died. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? And this thing, it is that hurt, couldn't trust nobody. 
I can mm-hmm. trust another man as far as I saw him. Because yeah. of the, uh, rela- the relationship before that one. And, mm-hmm. and I just, you know, people say, you can't blame another man for that one. And, you know, but I never understood that for a long time. Mm-hmm. It took God to help me to trust. I've been with there this you- man, my husband here, because uh, Jerome is dead and gone, but I've been married to this man now like about six years. And I'm just getting better. I'm just getting better. I ain't gonna lie on myself and say I've been yeah. holding this down. I'm just getting better. <laughs> hey, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. All right, all right. I'm I'm getting better, Smith. I'm getting better. There you yeah. go. You got it. You know what? You got it. I don't know how long it's gonna take for us to get to where we need to reach, but we all we got to do is keep trying. So I'm trying, and I'm doing right. the best I can. Well, one of the things Thank is, you. is that talk about relationships. Some individuals have experienced relationship trauma, and because they have been traumatized by individuals, abused yeah. by individuals, yeah. mistreated by individuals, it it can sometimes harden their hearts. See, a mm-hmm. lot of people walls, and I had all of this. No, it wasn't that. I've seen so much. I just thought it never happened to me. It never happened to me. And see, and the thing is, even with your brother, it wasn't even that your brother was abusive towards me. He didn't realize I was just as abusive. So when mm-hmm. we did, your brother knew I was not the one. I'd be fighting him, his mama, and everybody. <laughs> He'd be like, "You think you bad? You, you got me jacked up. I am not the one." But I knew I didn't well, want to live like that. My mother How ever had you? a problem with you. I don't believe my mm-hmm. mother had a problem with you. She knew her son. My mother yep. knew her son. She knew when she burst in the world. Yeah. And when she oh, yeah. got yeah. old and sick, she told people, I, I was a better child than my brother. And my mother never burst me in the world. You may not know mm-hmm. that. She never burst me in the world. But she told them I was better to her than her own child that she burst in the world. Um, and that's sad. That's very it, sad. You know what? And, and I'm going to say this. I don't know if you ever knew this. Well, even when I was a teenager and I was working, I used to help your mama pay her bills. I helped mm-hmm. your mother with a whole lot of stuff. I was a great mm-hmm. asset to your mama mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. But I did not like the fact that she would lie mm-hmm. to the son, knowing he was dead wrong with some of the stuff he did. And I mm-hmm. vowed to never be that type of mama. And that's why, mm-hmm. like my cousin, I don't like how you treat little Reggie. I don't like how you, they just don't know. We ain't going to have no cake and juke relationship. I refused to be that type mm-hmm. of mama. So when we started mm-hmm. talking about even in any type of relationship and a dating relationship and a companionship is to help and offer assistance. It's very difficult to help someone that don't want your help. And sometimes in some relationships, those relationships can be so toxic to where it's not about trying to help because then we become codependent. There's a difference between assisting and enabling. And sometimes we get caught up in it or we, get, we can become manipulated 
And this is not just gender-specific, meaning that women get treated like that, because there are some men that wind up with toxic women and in toxic relationships with women, too. That can go both ways. But mm-hmm. when we start even talking about, you know, like they say, man is not meant to live alone, but that don't mean he got to be miserable either. That don't mm-hmm. mean he got to be unhealthy, got to be in an unhealthy, toxic relationship either. But the guidance, direction, can you be trusted? I was listening to something earlier today. They were talking about setting standards. In relationship, we have to have certain standards, certain values, certain morals. Like you were saying, Lady T, you're not going to be in a happy, healthy relationship by going after somebody else's husband, especially mm-hmm. if you know they're married. Now, there are men that lie. There are some right. men that they tell you he have a wife. Because I've dated men and have been around men. Girl, I'll never forget one time I was dating this man. He worked for um he was a paramedic. He gave me his phone number, all of this stuff. Girl, I called the man house one day. His daddy answered the phone. Mm-hmm. I love his daddy to the day he died. Me and Edwin, we were like sick in the seeds. Edwin told me one time, you know that man gave you my number, but you know he married. I said, what? Mm-hmm. His daddy told old him. His daddy snitched him out. Because his daddy was mm-hmm. like, uh-uh. I ain't playing no part of this. But the daddy, and, and you met Edwin too, Tammy, because I used to bring him to Higher Dominion Worship Center on Father's Day. You know, on mm-hmm. Father's Day, I was, he was a light-skinned, old, handsome man. Girl, when I met his father, when I met that older man, Edwin, that was my buddy. That was my buddy. But he was not mm-hmm. going to condone his son being messy. And I like older parents like that because right, right. Talk about these things. We got to also do better with what we allow our children mm-hmm. to do and offer them guidance and direction and teaching them how to be a helpmate to another. Mm-hmm. A lot of that is in our homes and in our community too, Lady T. Now, you have older yeah. adult children, older daughters. When we talk about mm-hmm. being a helpmate and an assistant to another, what are some of the things that you try to share with them, lead by example, show them? Because sometimes they say, when well, we know better, we do better. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I do have um, older girls. And, you know, um, Janae, you, you know some of the things. Well, you know a lot what I've been through. And they have been on the sidelines watching all of that. Mm-hmm. And what I tell them, because I tell them, you know what? It don't matter how some you saw someone else, you saw them change, you saw them act a certain way, you saw them, you know, do the wrong thing. That doesn't mean you change who you are. Mm-hmm. You stay who you are. Even if they don't speak, you still speak because that's who you are. Because don't yeah. give them that much power to where they change who you are. There you go. Mm-hmm. You stay who you are. You still speak. You still smile. Even if they mm-hmm. don't, and you still you still be you, still have a good heart. Don't 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 change who you are. And then all men ain't the same. Just because you saw me go through something bad, that don't mean you're going to experience the same thing. Mm-hmm. But you know what to look for. And if mm-hmm. you see the red flag, then then you know to back, bow down, back out, mm-hmm. bow out. Mm-hmm. 
That and a lot of times people are so caught up, they don't know how. Now, I'm looking at something, and it talks about what does helpmate really mean in marriage. And it says, in the English translation of Genesis mm-hmm. 2.18, the word used to describe Eve, the partner of Adam's need, is typically translated in three different ways. The original word in Hebrew is a noun, and the translation change most commonly between helper, helpmate, and helpmeet in the King James Bible. Now, all three mean the same thing. It is the person who provides needed help and assistance. Now, either is found in either part of the Bible, often referring to the Lord as help. It is used in the way often in Psalms, such as Psalms 115.9, O Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. This, the selection between the three words is based more on time of translation. As older versions use helpmate, help me, more contemporary uses helper. You know, because a lot of times individuals want to cry for help or, you know, I needed my help, you ignored me. Sometimes that's just an excuse. Now, Eve completed Adam in a special way. She was made to mm-hmm. fit him. That's mm-hmm. where we, that's one of the things that we're missing is we're connecting ourselves with individuals that are not fit for us. You know, like I said, I knew, Kat, that your brother was not fit for me. I knew that a long time ago, a long time ago. But I also saw him trying to change. I also saw him at one point trying to do right. But it was uncomfortable for him. He didn't know. He didn't have the skills. He didn't have the tools. He didn't know. But in a lot of ways, he had the utmost respect for me because he ain't never let me ditch at your your mama's house. I ain't never sat there and got drunk with him. I ain't never did no drugs. I all a lot of the stuff that he did with a lot of the women. I ain't never did that with him because he knew better. He knew that I was different, but he also knew I wasn't a fit for him. And I think that that was one of the things that he struggled with with me was because he didn't know how to connect. Mm-hmm. Now. No, you take on that, but that was always my thought. He just didn't know. He didn't know. And even when he got sick and when he got older, there was times he would call me. There was times when he connected with little Reggie. But he struggled because he didn't know how to assist another, nor did he know how to receive assistance because he was broken and hurt and he never healed. So finding a fix for the broken can be a problem because you got to be delivered and set free. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you don't hurt And you got to want it. You got to want it. If you don't want it, then you ain't going to fix it. Yep, you're not going to do nothing uh, about it. And that's I why a lot one of thing. Oh, mm-hmm. A lot of times that's why we see so many broken people together. Because mm-hmm. they're trying to, that's not healthy. Right, that, right, and that's not healthy. And as a therapist, and people are coming to me with two broken people, I'm sitting there, or they're sitting in front of me, and I'm looking at them like, 
this could be a problem. Or there been some type of abuse or disrespect or and they well, I don't know how to help or I don't feel appreciated or I'm being taken for granted or the other person is ungrateful because the person is broken and haven't healed. Mm-hmm. So while you're trying to mm-hmm. offer the assistance, you can't put a Band-Aid when you need a tourniquet. That just is not going mm-hmm. to work. Now, mm-hmm. talk about being a fit. In Genesis 2.20, because God did not want Adam to be alone, she was also made to join Adam in having children made differently from him, yet the same. Now, that was what you were talking about earlier, um, Cammy, when you talked about all the things that we as women go through and mm-hmm. with trying to make sure that we are there to be an assistant, not to step in front, not to be so behind, you know, but to be that partner, to be that companion. You know, now now it says much change in the world after the fall of man, Eve fell for the temptation of the devil, of the desire to be like God, and Adam followed suit, but sin entered into the world. Now, when we start talking about sin, that adds a whole lot to it, especially when you start talking about relationships, because marriages are under attack. Relationships are under attack. When we start talking about social media, you're looking at Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, and like you said, all these people looking happy and I- Girl, they fight behind mm-hmm. closed doors. Now, in right. Ephesians 522, wives, submit yourself to your own husband as you do to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the mm-hmm. head of the church, body of which he is the Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, and so also wives submit to their husband in everything, but it's hard to submit to a man that don't know his way or have no purpose. Some people, a lot of people get that scripture confused. Lady T, can you speak on that for a minute? And I want to hear what um, Kathy has to say. Oh, okay. On the scripture you um, just read about? Mm-hmm. Because we think the assistance have to do with the submission. Mm, no, a lot, of, a lot of people get that mixed up because, see, um, I, I notice a lot of men will say to their wives, uh, you're not submitting, you're not submitting. Well, but if you ain't living right and you ain't submitted up under God, I don't have to submit up under you. Okay. I'm going to submit to you if you're doing the right thing. And if you're covering our home and covering me and covering our children, protecting me, then, yes, I'm going to submit. But if you are mm-hmm. not submitting yourself under God, then I'm not going to submit to you. There's an order mm-hmm. to things. And that's why in the garden, when Eve took that apple, God didn't say, Eve, why you took the apple? He said, Adam, why you let her eat that apple? <laughs> and Adam was mm-hmm. like, uh, it was Eve. No, but I talk to you because you submit to me. She oh, submits right. to you. So you should have talked to her, gave her the rules, gave her the rundown. Mm-hmm. But you didn't do your job. You wasn't on your, you wasn't on your game. So y'all got, they got put out of the garden because Adam didn't do what he was supposed to do. You know what I mean? Right. So you mm-hmm. so you have to, I mean, they don't understand that. That's not what that means. They get that mixed up. And some men use submission to control, and that's yeah. not to control. God didn't say uh, be controlled by your husband. 
Why mm-hmm. sub- she says why submit to your husband, but he didn't say why be co- go to be controlled by your husband. No, that's not what it is. And some of the men get it twisted. And then when they feel like they can't control you, that's where you know the the cheating and the adultery come in because they're gonna find somebody that they control. Mhm. And the manipulation. So right. that that is that is huge. Okay, Kat, what was what's your take on that? Because a lot of times individuals get the word submitting in regards to assisting, meaning I gotta do it, I have a choice. What's your take on that? Well mine is a minister. And I know they don't do everything they both do. You hear me? Right. And I'm I am i am i am just uh evangelist, the the wife and all that. But a lot of time I take all of it. I take it all. I take it all. I be you know what I'm saying. I have you to take care. Got another first everything. video there and I don't know and I see a lot of this. Yeah, so I did it. Yeah. He paid well, right now. But sometimes you need to do more than that. But you know what? I just stay in in my place and I watch. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's the older man. And I said, you wouldn't be sick, you wouldn't be this, and you wouldn't be that if you stayed in your word. I stay in my word. And he's That's the man right. that he should stay in his word, but they don't. They don't. So I, I, I'm right here because all my Bible's with me because I teach classes and do this, that, and the other. But, uh, yes, yes, I like what you said. I like what mm-hmm. the lady said, first lady said. You know, I agree. Sometimes you've got to pray for your partner. you got to pray over mm-hmm. your partner. Oh, you got to yeah. the assistance. That's being that helpmate. When he's weak, but you also got to let him know, baby, I see you falling. You're messing up. Mm-hmm. They don't right. hear what you mm-hmm. got to say. And I do. What they want to do, and then they don't Some realize. Don't that. They, yeah, they realize later. Oh God, I needed her help. Oh Lord, the church is falling mm-hmm. apart. Oh, I need my right. wife. Oh, now you're messed around. Your wife's looking at you like, mm-mm, get away from me. <laughs> right. Look, some of them they they don't want to hear that. Because some, I'm telling you, there's some powerful priests. They stay in their word, but guess what? They not living it. Mhm. And just like, just and like the devil, yeah, just like the devil know his word, like the back of his hand know the word better than us. So do some of these preachers. It's easy to remember our things, and it's, and it's easy to have some some charisma and get up and jump and shout and preach some words but you ain't living it. And they also change the words of the Bible to fit their situation. Mm-hmm. Right there. To make it yeah. seem like they are living the word, but they're not. They're falsifying the word so it can match their living. Mm-hmm. And who well, knows the husband is better than the one that lives with? Uh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Say that again. Say that. Wait a minute, Say it one more time. The one that's living with Who knows I'm better? Who knows I'm better? Mm-hmm. Know I know that's right. Now, I have some information that I want to share, and it says, how should godly husbands and wives help each other? Now, ultimately, the strife between men and women, between mankind and its sinful nature, can only be reconciled through Jesus Christ. A wife on her own cannot make the marriage work. It's a problem because a lot is put on the wife because women have taught other women 
it's their responsibility to make their man happy. They put all of this pressure on a woman, but a woman cannot save her marriage on her own. That's just not no. going to happen. So no. when we're no. talking about that the wife on her own cannot make the marriage work, nor can it work if only the husband is trying. If both spouses strive to be more Christ-like, then they will take on more of his characteristics such as love, kindness, and patience. Now, no relationship mm-hmm. and no marriage will be perfect because we all have fallen in the world, but couples in a loving marriage can learn or to lean on the Lord for guidance, but both spouses should be available for one another. You know, I remember mm-hmm. one time I was hadn't walked in five days, girl all in the bed, called, called, called him. Man told me, I ain't available. You ain't available. Oh, okay, fine, I got you. That ruined our whole relationship. Because how are you going to be not available when I need you the most? So, and it's not about holding on to a grudge or strife or anything like that, but in order to assist someone you claim you care about, you're supposed to make yourself available. Now, mm-hmm. and when we talk, and you got to strive to understand each other. Now, a lot of times couples get into trying to assist because you're trying to understand I always tell my clients, even in therapy, you're not going to understand everything, but acknowledge him. Even when we talk about the Word of God, mm-hmm. acknowledge all of his ways. Acknowledge mm-hmm. him. You ain't got to mm-hmm. sit there and try to pick your brain, pull your hair out, trying to understand why this person is doing what they're supposed to be doing. Now, healthy marriages mm-hmm. are the responsibility of both partners. Both individuals coming together to honor God with their lives and support one another. Both. It can't be one-sided. You know, I've done shows before about one-sided relationship, lopsided relationship, uh, equally yoked. You know, but people will still get connected with something. You not go fit a square into a circle or a circle into a square. So Mm -hmm. if you are way more assistance and it is not being reciprocated. I had a person tell me today it's not 50-50. I said it's not supposed to be 50-50. It's 100-100. You give 100, they give 100. Because if you giving me only 50, where the other 50 is? Who are you giving that to? I might want to try that 50 over there. Because this 50 you gave me ain't working for me. And vice versa. <laughs> but we have to do better. And sometimes you got to go to the person as a helpmate and say, how can I help you? What area do you need my help in? And not just be overbearing because we got a lot of bossy women. we got a lot of people that try to tell people what to do, and that don't always yeah. work. That's always effective. Now, I know we are running out of time. Lady T, what do you want to leave the listeners with as we talk about a helpmate? Because like I said, it got to be a good fit. And if you lean on the Lord for your guidance, for your support, for your direction, and you trust in God, and you trust in your marriage or your relationship, and you're with the right person, it don't have to be that complicated. Because I even see yeah. on Facebook people put on their on they status complicated. What the hell is that supposed to mean complicated? Okay? So what do you want to leave the mm-hmm. listeners with? Well, before you even consider being a help me to someone, 
Know who mm-hmm. you are. Love yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, because you can't go into a relationship not knowing who you are, not loving yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't get help to nobody when you need help yourself. Mm-hmm. So I say get yourself together, and then you'll you'll be able to recognize and know if you were called to be this person's help me. Mm-hmm. You'll have the yeah. discernment to know because, you know, you together. You set, get your, because when you have yourself together, you know what you're looking for and you know how to find it. And then you'll know if you could be a help me to that person. You know, if you could deal with the flaws and everything, you know what you can deal with and what you cannot deal with, what you will put up with and what you won't put up with. Mm-hmm. And that goes back and to then the you're be effective. Yes, and then you can be an effective help me, and you can love the person for who they are, flaws and all. Because mm-hmm. there's nobody that's perfect, but you got to give somebody no. something to work with. If you don't give them right. nothing to work with, <laughs> I, I'll leave Anybody got time for that? Okay, um, right. Nancy, what do you leave the listeners with? Uh, I like, uh, oh, I think that uh, uh, Psalm 5, not to be on understanding. And just lean on God and trust in God always. And that's mm-hmm. what got me where I am today, trusting in God always. Thank mm-hmm. you. And you know what? And I want to say this. God didn't put some of these people in these situations. Sometimes they'll say, I- I'll never forget, I'm talking to a woman one time. She was refusing get out of a toxic relationship because she said God put her in every situation. No, he did not. No, he did not. You chose to be and don't want to let it go because you don't want to start over. A lot of times Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to walk out and step out on faith. I would rather be alone with a, be alone than to be in a mess with someone that don't appreciate me Respect me, not mm-mm. it ain't worth it. And that's where you got to start loving yourself. But a lot of times we pour so much into other people, thinking that they're gonna pour back. You got givers and you got takers. Some people are a taker, and that's just who they are. And you're not gonna change that. And they're gonna keep doing what they're doing until they get tired of doing it, or until God changes them. And then you got people in situations to where. When the person do change, then the other person that they were with years ago get mad. Well, he didn't do it for me, and why she gets it? And I mm-mm, let it go mm-hmm. and wait for the person that God has for you, because He may have been preparing you, putting you. I don't deny regret, cat, what I went through with your brother. I don't, because that made me a stronger woman, a stronger woman, and. A lot of times we don't think of things as being a lesson or experiences. We keep repeating the same pattern. you got to break that pattern. So, again, Tammy, I am definitely looking forward to the event that you have scheduled for July 29th. So we got more mm-hmm. shows that we got to do. Kat, um, Tammy is doing a, a presentation or a workshop or a um, venue about chosen for change. Because there are some things we got to change. We got to change mm-hmm. our mindset. We got to change our attitude. We got to change our walk. We got to change our talk. We we got to change. We got to do better. Because like they say, Amen. when you know better, 
So I enjoy being able to be of assistance and obedient and helping empower, educate, and encourage individuals because we all got to get We, we got to do better. We do got to get better. So, again, mm-hmm. I want to thank you ladies for joining me tonight. I want to thank those that are out there listening to the radio. And please share this information with others because you never know how you may bless another person, save another person's life, or touch another person. Because some individuals feel like that nobody hears them and nobody cares. And that is not true because you could take it to the Lord. Okay? So, again, thank Thank you, thank you, thank you. And my name is Janetta Abney. And thank you for joining us here for another episode at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Stay blessed. Stay healthy. Bye-bye. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.